Good morning. Praise God. Oh, these readings were amazing, weren't they? Powerful readings. But before we dive into that, just a word of thanksgiving to all of you. If you remember last weekend, we had our missionary appeal. I don't know if you've read the bulletin yet, but we raised a lot of money. Praise God. The office staff, where we're tallying up the numbers, they were amazed. We raised over $13,000. And that's, the staff couldn't even remember the last time we raised such a high number. So praise God. So again, thank you for your generosity, for all that you give, your Christian duty there as you give to those in need. But also, it's been an active past couple weeks here at our lovely, beautiful parish. Last week, we had our Theology of the Body boot camp. It was, it was geared for the teens to help them learn about their God-given bodies and the beauty why God created us male and female. So we had a week-long retreat for the high school-age kids, and it was a powerful retreat. One of the kids said, Father, I can't wait to do it again next, week, or next year. They were so excited about learning, thinking about it, learning about their bodies. <laughs> and then also this week, this is where I want to ask for your prayers. Tomorrow morning, we're going to launch and kick off our Vacation Bible School. And so all of our young ones, we have a team of teenagers that will be our team leaders. And then also we have about over 30 youth, which will be delving deeper into those beautiful stories of the Bible. So we've got a packed week this week. Pray for our little ones. Pray for them. And then thirdly, I want to ask for your prayers. Uh, after this Mass, we have an open house in the hall for those who are interested in the Catechesis of the Good Shepherd. That's, that's our Catechesis from ages 3 to 9. So if you have kids of that age group, I invite you over to the hall floor who helps lead that ministry. It's a Montessori uh, form of education for the youth. And so after Mass, please join us if you're interested in the Catechesis of the Good Shepherd. And amazingly, if you grab a bulletin as well, Anna, there's a photo that we took with, because our parish here, we're blessed to have the presence of the sisters from Pro Ecclesia Santa up here in the front. And if you grab a photo, there were, the sisters were so good, I was, trying to, I was trying to pose everybody, if you've seen the photo, I was trying to pose them, and the sisters giggled the entire time. It was hilarious. I love taking photos, so they were very kind and, and humored me to pose them and Father Reggie as well. But you look at that photo, there's a bottom line there, a caption. We exist to build the kingdom of God. Amen? Let me say that again. I say Mary's parish, we exist to build the kingdom of God. And that whole program for the theology of the body, for the vacation Bible school, for the catechesis of the Good Shepherd, All of that is geared towards one pivotal event. To know who God is. That is why we do any of this. To know who God is. Jesus today in the beautiful gospel is attempting to reveal that to us. Because ask ourselves, what ultimately does Jesus Christ reveal to us? He shows us who our Father is. In the beautiful prayer, we all know this well, every single one of us, we know this prayer, because our parents and our, 
and especially if you come to Mass every week, we pray this prayer every single time. It's the Our Father. Notice what happens here, what instigates Jesus teaching this prayer. It said that when Jesus was praying, and I'm quoting from the first line of the gospel, and when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us how to pray. Which means, imagine this, so Jesus is praying. One of the disciples is, is stalking Jesus, watching him, right? He's staring at him. And something moved this disciple in his heart saying, Jesus, you have something which I don't have. Because there was something about the, con- the, uh, the, the look of Jesus, his body language, something, which said that our Lord was praying from the depths of his heart. Because you know when somebody has a relationship with Jesus Christ, a relationship with God, there's something different about when they pray versus somebody who just mouths prayers from their lips, but the heart is empty. Oh, the two examples are different. You can tell. If you have eyes to see, you can tell. And so this disciple sees Jesus. He says, Jesus, there's something about you. Show me. First words out of the mouth. Jesus says, all right, let me teach you the secret to prayer. Our Father. Isn't that strange? Jesus is trying to teach us how to pray. First words out of his mouth isn't, Jesus, give me stuff. (laughs) Jesus, I need a better job. Jesus, I need a... My back hurts. (laughs) Heal my back. All great intentions. But notice the first words out of the mouth of our Lord when he's trying to teach Our Father, why? To understand why Jesus teaches us how to pray by using the words Our Father first, we must first hearken back to Genesis. We must compare and contrast the two. Jump back now to Genesis chapter 3. It is the famous story of the fall of Adam and Eve. A quarter for you. So remember, God creates Adam and Eve. They're there in the garden. And now enters the serpent, the devil, our enemy. Now the serpent was more subtle than the, any other wild creature and the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God say you shall not eat of any tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But God said, You shall not eat of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said to the woman, You will not die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. End quote. What does the serpent here attack? 
he attacks God's fatherhood. He instills within the human heart doubt, saying, God is not your father. God is actually your enemy. God is holding back. So in order for us now to be truly free, we must break our relationship with God and do it ourselves. Now enter in every single human dysfunction, every single human sin, all of the mess that we all know. Because look at it. What is sin? Why do we love our sin so much? Sin is an attempt to grasp our happiness on our own terms, apart from God. Why? Because I can't trust God. God is my enemy. In order for me to be free, I must do it myself. Enter in thousands of years of human misery. See, this is why all of us, we all doubt God. Because we don't believe that he will provide for our need. We don't believe that if I give my life to him 100%, that he will take care of me. I said, I got to do it on my own. That's original sin right there. Jesus knows this. So when he teaches this beautiful prayer, Lord, show us how to pray. He says, first say, our Father. In English, this prayer loses its power and its intimacy because in English, the word Father is very formal, isn't it? How many of us go home and we actually call our, our, our father, hello, father? <laughs> Good morning, father. None of us does that. <laughs> maybe some of you do, maybe more formal home. I don't know. But the word here in the original Hebrew is Abba. That word has a connotation in English of daddy, papa. It is the same word that little kids use. You know, when we're little kids, we have the utmost trust in our parents, don't we? We love them, especially when we're tiny. Oh, especially dad. Dad is Superman. <laughs> that is the word that our Lord uses here. It is, it is a childlike trust. Papa. Jesus foremost comes to reveal the heart of our Father. And before we can do anything else in the Christian life, we must first begin there. We must first heal our image of who God is. Because if we start off, that's the foundation of all the spiritual life. If I do not recognize who God is, if I don't recognize that he is my Father, everything else that we build on top of that will collapse. Our Father, stop right there. Meditate upon 
these two simple words. Do you believe that God will provide? Do you believe, oh, how about this? As our bodies begin to fail us, and oh, they will fail us, don't we? Especially as old people. <laughs> we know our bodies begin to fail us. Will you trust God if you're hit with cancer? If you're hit with a stroke? Will you trust God, our Father? Somebody came into the parish office today a couple of days ago. A beautiful two-month-old baby. Father, we need an emergency baptism. A little baby is going to surgery. Ooh, that's heavy. Will you trust that God somehow will take this and provide? Or how about the hard teachings of the church? All of the hot-button issues. If I say it right now, we'll flare up this conversation. Do you trust that God's teachings through his church are from the heart of a father and for our betterment? Now do you begin to see why our Lord, when he begins, and why everything in the spiritual life, with the kids that did the theology of the body last week, with the kids that are about to do the vacation Bible school this week, it all begins. God, who are you? And Jesus answers, Abba, Daddy.